Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. My guest today is Jim Weibel. He is a destination designer devoted to communicating ideas and bringing imagined worlds to life. He partners with leaders in the entertainment industry like SeaWorld, Georgia Aquarium, Universal Studios, and can you tell me what this is, Jim? Chimelong? Oh, is that how to say it? Chimelong Ocean Kingdom. Chimelong Ocean Kingdom, creating new attractions to entertain and inspire. And that's in China, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's a park we worked uh, several years ago to build a, a, a fantastic um, aquatic aquatic theme park with them. They have one of the largest uh. aquariums in the world, all kind of crazy attractions. Um, they're a fantastic place that just opened a few years ago. We're wow. very proud I, of it. Well, I yeah. looked at, I saw the pictures. Yeah, it's <laughs> an amazing thought, place. That looks like a place I want to go. Yeah, it is an amazing place. And very cool. So tell us about your world, which, I mean, I, I have to say just... Looking, you know, before someone shows up to a podcast, I, I do my research, look around, see what, you know, what they've done. And I was thinking, well, that looks like fun. Oh, it it is, it is a blast. And it's a, it's a new, it's a new challenge every day. You know, I mean, people, pe- people come to us with, you know, hey, we have, we have a theme park that, it, that needs a, an attraction. We have a plot of land that needs a whole theme park. Um, or we have an exhibit that needs a new piece, new, new, new piece to communicate in it right and so each each thing we do is something new and but you still kind of start with a similar um similar tact on it you say okay well let's let's figure out you know who you're trying to entertain with this thing what types of people are you trying to bring here what message are you trying to tell them so you still start with a similar structure in the beginning but then from that point then you get to you know let your ideas run wild oh it just looks so cool and so when someone comes to you and they say we ha- we need an attraction, as an example, um, do they generally have an idea of like I want to have a roller coaster of some sort, or are they just like here is this blank space, fill it with something amazing? They, well, let, let's take for example a zoo. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, a zoo will often have an area that they that they want to develop. Okay, and the, and often that area will have a theme. You know, for example, this will be in the African area. Right. So as soon as, as soon as you know things like, okay, well, it's in the African area, therefore we know what what we see, what type of animals they may have in the zoo and what type, you know, and therefore what type they could put in that area. But then you're kind of then you start looking at things like, well, you know, what's your budget? Are you are you putting in are you putting in elephants, large animals, <laughs> or are you trying to do a, you know, a relatively cheap, relatively affordable thing where it may just be some little thing where the kids can play where you're trying to create these intimate moments with the parents, you know, where they where they have these wonderful things with maybe maybe African mole rats or something like that. Gotcha. And so it's a small thing. And so you you take you start you, you kind of you start working with the theme, you start working with the story about what you want to tell about the place, and then you start kind of honing in on what what is the best fit for that thing is it for, is it for kids is it for adults do we want to bring teenagers to the zoo therefore is a big game thing or something right. like that and so you, you kind of start honing in pretty quickly on on what is the right thing for that place i find it fascinating so i was looking at i think it was sea world is that where the manta the manta coaster oh, oh my oh. gosh yeah. <laughs> So you're, I mean, so I've seen, you know, roller coasters over the years have gone into all kinds of interesting places where you're, you know, you're 
it's not the typical, you know, when we just think of we're seated, you know, now you can stand up, your feet are dangling, all kinds of crazy. And this one, you are basically laying face down. Right, right. Through the whole roller coaster. Through, yeah, through, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, not just one part, yes. the whole thing. And 100 some feet in the air and 50 feet from the ground as well, going, oh you know, zero gosh. to 60. Uh, yes. But that, that attraction also kind of talks about a little bit what we do. For example, the coaster market is a huge market. There's, there's hundreds of coasters out there. And like you said, there's one just stand up, sit down, you know, roll over on your back, all kind of things <laughs> like that. But when you type, when you look in Manta, that, that attraction, for example, we're trying to we're trying to find a coaster that fit well with SeaWorld. You know, I mean, SeaWorld. You kind of go, okay, that's animals, aquatic life. You know, wonderful right. um, discussions about bringing bringing people to see the the world. You know, the world that's very much unknown to them. But we, you know, we also wanted to appeal to teenagers. You know, because that we have. You know, when a family shows up in Orlando, you know, the teen veto is huge, and if the teenager doesn't want to go to your park. You're in, yeah, right. You're, That's you're in not trouble. Work. <laughs> and so that, that park, in order to balance it out, needed something to to bring the teenagers in. And so that one, and that particular attraction, we started the story of you know essentially be the ray. You you, you didn't have a really in depth. You had some a whole lot of story about kind of how you got to be the ray, but what you walked away with, I want to be the ray. But the other thing that came out with that is. We we came up with the idea that as the coaster approached the water, that you get the wing dip, and yeah. that wing dip, when you see that, you immediately know that's SeaWorld. You immediately know that's Manta, and it's something that's very unique. That that basically, when you see it, you know that is the place you want to go for that one ex- wonderful concept. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I you know that's how I felt. I was like, oh, that looks so fun. It's right. such a different experience than you know. I mean, not to say that. A lot of the roller coasters are, but the, you know, the, it, there's a trend, right? That that went into a whole different place, right. and it's tr- and it's truly unique. I mean, you know, and that's and so it 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 did very. It, it drew all kind of people to that park because it, it was something you could immediately recognize, and you went, "I want to do that." Yeah, I, I want to be the Manta. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, and and the other thing that I found really interesting is that um, you know that you understand working with a number of different types of people I mean you have to when you go into any space I mean like you said a zoo you know and it's going to be around Africa that's a whole different thing so you must you must get to learn amazing things along this journey oh we do and and, and you meet the you know, you know, I've been at PJV now for 30 years, and people go, well, you know, don't you get bored? And and the reality is you don't get bored because instead of going working for other firms and, and you know, meeting other people that way, we bring many, so many cool cool people to our, to our offices right. to, to learn from them and to work with them. And you develop friendships that last forever. But you develop friendships with animals, you know, people that love animals. You develop friendships friendship with engineers, with historians, with, you know, you know all the show people, all the, the all these exciting people that that you just it, they they all come to your door versus yeah. you having to go to other places, and it's really a fascinating journey. And you get to go to we, I've been all over the world to all these different I places bet. doing quote unquote research. It is hard work. I mean, don't don't you know? Don't, of course, don't, but but, but interesting. These fast, amazing places we go to, and on all the different, you get different. Um, point of view from talking to all these people about 
you know, what what their version of the world was like as well. Right. Oh my gosh. I just love it. I mean, I can't imagine. I think it'd be so cool to to look at this blank space and know that you're going to put something there that's going to create memories, that's going to be a place where families can and friends can get together and just have this experience that they're that they're going to love and talk about it again is. and again. And when you see, you know, the the best part is when you see, you know, you walk behind the kids and you hear them, you know, my my wife always we go, you know, we'll we'll go ride these attractions with the park and stuff and my wife's a teacher and and she knows how to talk to kids really well. She's, you know, she, I bet she's she's a popular she, teacher. Oh, she, she she's is. like, hi, yeah, oh, husband built that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she, but she loves to watch. She she loves to kind of ed, ed, you know get them on. She goes, so have you ridden this thing yet? Oh, what's the best part? And the kids' eyes will light up and they'll tell you all about their favorite parts and that. And and that's really the best part when you're walking behind these kids and these kids are like, oh, this part's the best. You can't wait. Oh, and I'm cool. not going to tell you what's going to happen. And they go, oh, really? What's going to happen? And these kids will tell you these stories and they're all lit up. And the and the parents, of course. You know, because the parents go there, you know, we all work way too hard. Right, right. And the parents, you know, say, okay, I'm going to take a week out of my t- my busy schedule to take my kids to some, to the theme park or zoo, whatever. And the parents, when they see their kids having these wonderful moments that they've, essentially it's the gift they've given, you know. Exactly. I've, I've, I've given my, I've taken a week off and I've given my my child this gift of going to this park and we shared that moment that's really what it's all about. You know, you, you see that joy in that. And, and, you know, it's for all the work you do and all the, it's, it's, that's what really pays off. In what the an end. awesome, what an awesome goal. It is. I love it. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Jim Weibel. Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and I'm the owner of 100th Monkey Media. 100th Monkey Media specializes in affordable and very effective social media solutions for the small to medium-sized business. Our goal is to create a social media presence that shows off who you are, what you do, and delivers brand loyalty and raving fans. Contact us today to learn what 100th Monkey Media can do for you. 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or 100thmm.com. And we're back with Jim Weibel. So you are one of our TEDx speakers for Bounce on December 10th. And what, what, give us an idea of what your topic is. The basis of the talk is, the current title is, The Best Ideas Don't Have to Be Yours. And where that really comes from is that you know we we all idolize these inventors, the Edisons, the you know the Einsteins of the world, and we we think of this lone guy sitting in a tower who came up with this fabulous idea. Uh-huh. And as we grow up, we we you know we always think that's how it is, when in reality, that as you start understanding how a design process is and how a, the and and how we ideas actually come along. There are so many people involved in coming up with an idea, and it never comes from that one place where you thought it would be. It right. often comes from so many people or the innocent bystander who says, hey, what if we did this? And then someone embracing that idea and running with it. And the real point of it is, is that, you know, with the, the way, as fast as the world is coming, with all the, you know, information coming at us so fast, we need people to to believe that they can be part of the process. We can't have, if you just think I can't possibly do it, 
you know, because I'm not smart enough, I'm not a mathematician, right. that we're, we're missing out on so many opportunities. I love that because, you know, it, 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 it does, it's a team. It, you, exactly. There's a team around, you know, I, I do this with my own business. You know, it's like I got into a social media business because I love social media. It, I, I felt like all my weird talents came together in one place. And I went, oh, God, I've been waiting for you. Thank you. Let me start a business around it. However, there's no way I can do everything in my business or even have any understanding of every facet that has to happen to grow a business. You have to have a team of people with their own skill set to help grow it. Right. And to so many different points of view. I mean, right. we go through this every day. You know, we'll, when we come up with an idea for something, you know, I'll throw, I'll throw the project on the table. What do you guys think of this? And, just, you know, I'm a little bit older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit older, and I have my point of view based on that. But you have other kids coming in with, you know, 10 years younger than me, 20 years younger than me, and they all have a different opinion on, upon what is, what is cool, what's popular, what will resonate with, with their generation. And if you don't listen to that, you're only, you know, you're only coming up with ideas for kind of your your small segment in that. Exactly. And so every, all these other point of views that come in are also so, so helpful to it. And then, like, for example, a lot of these rides, we'll combine these rides with animal exhibits and things like that that kind of tie the whole thing together. And when the animal people come in and and start saying, hey, what if this ride, for example, you know, we worked on a project called Cheetah Hunt for, um, for Bush Gardens Tampa, and that's in the TED Talk. We talk about that a little bit. But we said, hey, you know, how can we emulate the you know the speed of the cheetah in this coaster and that all of a sudden from that little bit of information started a whole new idea for the for the attraction ah. and so all these little things change the direction of change the flow of of the project in that and and without that you come the the the, the ideas become very single kind of uh, single column right <laughs> you know right. it doesn't branch out and it doesn't have the depth that really makes a project wonderful Oh, that is such an awesome thought. I love this. I love it. And and so, um, and you talk about that. I mean, even with in your bio that we have on the website, it talks about how you know that's part of your what you feel you do. You you strike that balance between all these different ideas and egos and thoughts and perceptions oh, to really bring it together to make that project happen. And it's a hard balance because. You know, one of the parts of, you know, we all have, we all struggle with what, what is the thing we're going to leave to our family? You know, what, what is our immortality in that? Right. And it's easy to go, I want to invent the night, next light bulb. Therefore, you know, therefore I'll always be remembered for the next light bulb. And the way that, that works in my mind, you know, and everybody's got to solve, everybody's got to solve it their own way. But what works in, in my, my, my mind is that it's the, the idea is a thing that's immortal, Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're part of the idea, and if you focus on the idea versus me, then more people you. can can kind of join in on the on the party, right? <laughs> essentially, right. in that. Well, because an idea is one thing, but implementing the idea is a whole other, right? And, and it and, takes, a, and you need all those people to do that, right? You know? And so, yeah, it's if you focus if you focus on the idea, you know, it's not about the cre- it's not about the creator, it's about the creation. Gotcha. This is a whole perception change I love. I love this idea because we, as a society, what do we do? We have Academy Awards. We have Emmys. We have where we're, we're celebrating the individual in many ways. Right. You know, so you, you had the best editing of the movie and you had the best 
part in the, you know, you, you played that part well kind of thing. So I think it'd be cool if we started to give away awards to teams. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And, but you even, you even look at the, the funny, the movie industry is, is, if you look, it's actually the other way because you'll see, you know, here's the title of the movie. And you've all sat through the end of a movie. It's like, you know, here's the <laughs> yeah. title. It's like 5,000 people that, that all worked I'm on no it. No kidding. And, exactly. and no one's claiming that one person did it. It's just that you focus on the one, you know, the. You focus the, on the celebrity. Right. You focus, yeah, right. And exactly. So, and so it's, they do it too. It's right. Just, it's, it's, but we all want, we, it's easy to cling to a hero as a, as a, as a masthead for the, for the, for you know our dreams in that exactly but as, as long as you understand how it really works then i think we can you know get get as many people possible you know helping make the world better well, really. and celebrating celebrating the the that the entire everybody that really made this thing happen right you know it's so I, we were just, I was just talking about this with someone else about our TEDx team, because this is how we are. You know, we, we really, we don't have the egos of, you know, if somebody forgets to do something, it's not like, well, you totally forgot to do that. With our team, it's like, if somebody sees there's a space that wasn't filled, we just fill it in and we just let them, hey, I, I did this, you know, oh my gosh, thank you. I completely forgot. I know that's why we have a team. That's how we look at this. Right. You know, that's why we have a team. You have a team because not everybody can be 100% focused on 100% of the things that have to happen to make an event, you know, go off with fireworks and wonderfulness. So you need a lot of people that are all willing to work together with a common vision, of course, to make it happen. Oh, it, it, like, like even on this TEDx speech that now I've been working on three months, mm -hmm. on, you know, and I came in with what I thought was a good kernel of an idea, but like working with Leigh and Thomas, they, they say, hey, what about this point of view, you know, and the, and without them, you know, the, the, the speech has grown dramatically since then. And even at that, I, 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 I read it to my wife, I read it to my friends. What do you guys think? Is this right? And each of them has their own their own take on it. Sometimes it's a confused look like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better change yeah, that yeah. part. <laughs> Obviously this isn't flowing quite right. You know, and all those, but all those things help. And, and the, you know, again, the, the talk is about embracing that, that that's the, that by doing that, you can be, you know, a whole lot more creative and, Right. Yeah, so. Well, I'll tell you, the experience that you're talking about is not unusual. I, Whenever I talk to the speakers, they always say, I came in and I thought I was going to talk about, and now it's completely different. Yeah. Hence the reason why we set everyone up with facilitators, because a TED Talk really is a different talk. Yeah, It's oh, a very different approach to presenting. Well, the thing I learned that you know, kind of going through the process that I was had not start understood before I started was was that a TEDx talk is really a gift to the audience. It's you, you start going, well, this is a I'm going to give a great speech. Yeah, right, <laughs> and right, that's, and that's right. kind of that's where oh, I get to get, I get to do this. This is going to be fun. <laughs> but but in reality, it, it is a gift to the audience. These people are coming. They want to they want to have their their um, ideas. Um, they want new ideas to think about, and right. and so they're coming there to 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 get in. To, to be given a new idea to think about, and it's really a gift that you're giving to them. The other thing that, that uh, Thomas brought up to me, he said, uh, he said, if this was your one chance to tell the one message that you 
that is the story of your life, right? What would that one message be? And, and it's not, you know, it's not be nice to everybody and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not the generic message. It's, right. It's, what's the message that your sing your unique experience on this earth? What What would you What would you What, what would that message be? And that's a tough. For, you yeah. know, I walked away from there like, oh, that's easy. Uh-huh. And, it's a week later, no. I was still struggling with it. I'm still struggling. What is that unique message that you bring to the table that 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 you want to share with the world as a, as really as a gift to the world? Right. And all of a sudden, this thing becomes a whole lot harder. Whole, whole different, <laughs> whole different ball game yeah, on yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Well, we love that you're going to be a part of it, and we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Jim Weibel. This is Mickey Hancock. Now's a good time to get a snack. My mom's going to do another commercial. If you're looking for an agency to help you with creating and publishing engaging content, launching campaigns, or reputation management, 100th Monkey Media is the social media agency for you. Make your business successful with its social media and get a real return from your investment. 100th Monkey Media is far more affordable than you may think, and we make it easy and impactful. Learn how 100th Monkey Media can help you on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and more. Contact us at 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. And we're back with Mishmash. We are talking to Jim Weibel, and it's question time. Woohoo! Ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is fun. So my first, so roller coaster, the whole roller coaster thing has got me. Um, and so, if let's say that you get to design a roller coaster, they you no one they're put, not putting anything around it. You just get to do it. What theme would it be? What what ideas do you have around it? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a blank, well, it's, it's, a blank it's piece the, of land. It's actually the parameters that make it easier. Ah, you know, because because when you say because you start saying, okay, well, who's this for? You right, know, and and roller coasters are quite are, are very much like like a desserts. You know, some people okay, like. Let's say, I want a dessert roller coaster. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 now you throw me off. No, I mean some people like to go, you know, hundred mile an hour straight, straight down, you know, and like to do just Scare straight, straight valleys, straight yep. valley, 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 valley. You know, go way fast. Some people like to do very tight turns and go upside down. Some people like to do the wooden roller coasters where you you like the whole Ooh. the way the car shakes and all that kind of thing. Um, it really kind of comes down to your personal preference, you know. Um, the coast, the coasters that I like the best, though, are like where are where you have time to appreciate it. I mean, one of the things that's happened in the um, in the current day is that that marketing drives a lot of roller coasters. You have the, you know, you have twelve drops. You have the tallest, fastest, steepest, twelve loops, right. sixteen upside downs, all these things. And I really appreciate when you. When you actually get to see something, you know, all right, I'm coming over the hill. I'm going to see this 200-foot drop. Then I experience the 200-foot drop, and then I get to kind of laugh and look back and go, whoa, that was cool. And then I have time to have to see the next one coming because then you really kind of 
appreciate what's going on when they're all tied together so tight that it's like you know drop lift spin you know then to me you, you may have they may hit all the marketing peaks right. but they also but but you're missing the appreciation of what's going on the other thing that I, i'm really kind of excited about in the industry is because they're getting longer in that and because the technology is getting better we can actually sculpt you can actually create these kind of sculptures in the sky with coasters now. Now it's not just the coaster; it's it it, it is uh, the coasters are becoming beautiful things. Oh, we use the columns and the way idea. the track, the way the track wraps around things, the way it goes through things, the way it goes around um, thing around things to create. So you sh- so you're seeing that not only is it a coaster, but it, the coaster is interacting with other things, and that's where the real fun comes from. I am so with you on that because I can't do the, you know, I mean, there there are certain amusement parks where that's the big thing. Like, how can we just? I, I will feel sick after those kinds of of topsy turvy all over place, no chance to breathe. Just it's like this crazy adrenaline constant rush, you know. And I'm with you on that. I don't. I don't enjoy that. Well, the other, the other thing that 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 we try to focus on with coasters is is we try to wrap the coaster around the family because if you go to a theme park, you know you'll you'll get forty percent, forty five percent to ride the coaster, but the rest of the family is standing out there waiting. Exactly. And so, and a lot of the theme parks like Six Flags, it's it's really easy to put a coaster in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you right. you know, move move the parking spaces, put down the foundations. I cannot, and that's what I was thinking. Of. I can't do the coasters at Six Flags. They they kill me. Yeah. And so what we try to do is it's it's a little bit harder, but we instead try to try to create an area where the coaster comes out and the mom and the kids or the dad and the kids, I'm not <laughs> right are standing there in, in the plaza and they're, you know, they're getting their snow cones and their snacks and all that stuff, you know, waiting for little giant to come out and the coaster comes tearing around them and you wait and you see your kid on the coaster and you take pictures in that and you and and so now you're you're involved in it even though you're not riding it oh, you and I that's gotcha. and that's really exciting for the for the non-rider and so a lot of what we do is we 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 do it for the non-rider which is just as exciting and so when you take a so now you take a picture of the the if you sculpt the coaster so it's beautiful, so you could see the your family members riding on that, and you could imagine yourself being on it, and if you wrap the coaster around the people, all of a sudden it's a it's a, it's, it's something that can be you know appreciated by the whole family, and we all have pictures of it, and we all you know get together at the end. I saw you on it in, in that, and that's <laughs> what a great, and that's what I, really what makes thought. it a, a whole that. lot bigger than just a coaster in a parking lot. Very cool. What a cool, and that's true because you they, you like to watch them having fun. Right, that's you why know? you're there. And if, if it's something you don't particularly want to ride on, your back hurts. I'm not doing right. this, but I'm going to watch you and get to be a part of it. I love that yeah. thought. I have a whole new appreciation for roller coasters now. <laughs> um, so I, when I was reading about you, I learned that you had built your dream home. Oh yeah, yeah. And is there a certain element or feature within the home that you just love to show people? Well, see. <laughs> My wife, we we bought this piece of land, oh geez, ten, ten or actually fifteen years ago, and it was it was it was just hanging on the side of a hill. You know, it was it was basically woods, but because the reason it was all woods is because no one could plant grass on it. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> you know, which is good. You don't have to right, mow exactly. the lawn. I like this idea. <laughs> but my wife said, you know, this is great, but I want to see the entire house from the kitchen, which is pretty hmm. tough. <laughs> 
But the cool thing about that is that it that it it it, it made this house be very open. And so, so when you stand in the kitchen, you could see up into the bedrooms, you could see the fireplace, you could see out into the woods, and it's a it's a very it's a very um, just friendly place for everybody to be. I love and that when you walk thought. through from the front door into the living room, you just you just see the woods. And that's you know, I work in the city and I love the city and I love everything about it. But sometimes you gotta drive home and just turn it off. Yeah. And it's a great place to turn it off. And so it's a great mix of I'm so so fortunate in my life that, that I have both in my life. It's really it really works works really well. What's your wife's name? Sharon. Sharon, thank you for that. You just gave me an awesome idea for a house. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that yeah. thought. I mean, I totally get that. Being where you where you can see what's going on in your home yeah. as opposed to like having to scream through hallways to dinner you know? yeah, yeah. it's like everybody it's it's so it's you can still cat- have your own places but but you have your own space but at the same time you're still connected she's she's a little upset because because of that she doesn't have a lot of cabinets to put her stuff in <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> you know but so you have to make your we sacrifices. have to simplify yeah, the cooking exactly, i get that exactly, yeah but that's but i love that idea it is nice and it's a beautiful it's it it was I'm so glad I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. What a cool so. thing. Very cool. All right. So let's let's say that I'm I'm gonna create it I am gonna create an amusement park. I okay. wanna and mine's gonna be around space because I really like spacey things. <laughs> so um and we've done enough roller coasters. What other like if I wanted to do some sort of an attraction, let's say we want to teach people about nebulas, because those are very interesting. You know, could you create, I mean, is that part of the things that you would do, like creating maybe just kind of one of those easygoing rides that also educate at the same time, but bring the beauty of nebulas into play? Would that, would I call you to do that sort of thing? Yes, we could, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know much about nebulas. See, I'm going to give <laughs> so. you, a, we could do, so now we can like get all the, the astro astro people what do we call these people <laughs> we can get the astronomers with us you know i mean that that would be like a whole other vision and learning experience for you and the, you know and a part of what we do is we we try to we create things that people you know basically compel people to get there you know and that and there's all kind of we did a whole lot of we we did a whole lot of work for uh, Kennedy Space Center we did we took the the new um the one of the space shuttles and we made this beautiful presentation of it so you know there's this beautiful show where you learn about the the astro the astronauts and how you know the whole history of the space shuttle program that and then the final oh, thing cool. was the space shuttle atlantis and there's the screen rises and there's the shuttle floating at a 45 degrees right above you know just right in front of your eyes and you oh walk gosh. through and it's, it's absolutely beautiful but part of that process again is how do you make a story like that relatable to everybody right because it's easy you know Kennedy Space Center is great for for the you know the guys who love rockets and love technology and love all that you know all all that stuff but right. what about the people that don't love technology what about people that just like the um that you weren't there, you know, they don't even understand all the details of right. it. Right. And and on something like that, it's it starts be you start talking about the stories of the people, you know. I, I remember walking my Which daughter. Which is so interesting. Yeah. I love learning about people. Right. I remember walking my daughter through. Um, there's a right. There's a, a Air Force Air Force Museum at Wright Pad in uh, Dayton, Ohio. 
And it's just, as a, as a person who loves airplanes, it's just like a dream. It's like there's everything from the Wright Brothers to the SST to all these fancy airplanes. But my daughter, I remember she was like five years old at the time, and she, she couldn't, you know, she's like, what's that? But then there was a, there was a picture of one of the airplanes that, um, that were at, at Pearl Harbor. You know, there, 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 was oh, like five, cool. there was only like five airplanes that made it through that. And that, there was a picture, there was a guy climbing into the cockpit in his pajamas. Oh, really? And my daughter suddenly is like, Dad, why is that guy getting in the, it, it, why is he in his pajamas? And then I realized, of course, then I, I had to be smart, so I read the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Here's you know, why. You know, and I found it. And she, with that, she was fascinated. You know, she's like, oh, he had to get up in his pajamas, and he had to run in the airplane to save all these people. And that story of people... That resonated with her. Right. She got that. And therefore, that whole scene all of a sudden had meaning to her. And that's how with, with the more scientific things like that, you can take the, you could talk about the science to it, but you also have to kind of bring in things that resonate with the rest of the family. Otherwise, no one goes there. I mean, because right. we have to, you know, there there is a business side to everything. And, you, and you've, you know, you some some dads travel alone, I guess, but or um, again, but, no. But, but I get what you but, say. But, you um, you want to make gotta, it accessible to every. Ex- you got to think of every person that's going to come to see this. What might there? What might be the thing that interests them? Right, and and that's really that. That's a lot of what we do. I mean, making the exhibits work and the technology behind it is one thing, but making it compelling for the whole family so that they want to come is really kind of the the real trick. Thanks for doing that for all of us because it makes travel so much more fun. <laughs> but it's amazing. And it's it really does uh, bring a whole different perception to you know, and appreciation to when you go to these parks, what what the process and thought that's gone into oh, it. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, there everything all this all these things are very, you know, there's a lot of money involved and a lot of people investing and and a lot of passion to you know, the, the great thing about all these things is there's a lot of people have a lot of passion as to why they want to bring these these things to you. I mean, right. it takes money, but before the money, it takes someone who really has a dream of doing something great for someone. You know, they, they never just say, hey, I got a lot of money. I want to make more. Yeah, just, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> do do exactly. that to the stock market. Do something else. <laughs> right. We're, we're not the people to come to right. for that. <laughs> but, 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 the, the, but most people that come to us have, an, have a dream of doing something fabulous for the world. It's a, it, it is a very um, good, you feel good being in the industry. It's a, I, I, love I, it. I really enjoy that part of it as well. Well, thank you, Jim. This has been... I have a whole different idea and thought and perception of amusement parks now. Thank you for that. <laughs> and these wonderful things that you create. So we are excited about your talk. Oh, I am thank too. You, thank you, thank you. Yeah, really excited for December 10th. And we hope that everybody comes out to see us. And you have been listening to Mishmash. Find us on iTunes and subscribe. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>